everybody. I'm Tommy D, Sports Director of the Tennessee, and I'm here with... Adam Sparks, Vanderbilt Beat Reporter. And Gentry Estes, Sports Columnist. We're breaking down the doors, but that's not really what we're doing. We're picking every bowl game starting December 30th, because we picked the earlier bowls in another edition of this podcast, against the line as set by MGM.com, betmgm.com. And we're going to be picking them all and uh, giving you our best picks at the end. And this will decide who wins our championship, which really decides who gets a free lunch. And I'm in the lead. I think Gentry's a little behind me and Adam. This is where the comeback uh, takes shape. Well, the good thing is there's a lot of bowl games, and you can be way behind and catch up. The, the bad news is there's a lot of bowl games, and you can be way ahead and catch and fall off. So I hope I I can hold the lead. We'll start on December 30th with the first responder bowl. We are picking these things before Christmas, so things can change, coaches can change, players can decide not to play in the bowls, but we're using the lines as we have them right now because we needed to record this podcast to make these picks before the holidays. So the first responder bowl is played in Dallas. That's something I learned in researching our bowls. Western Kentucky's giving three and a half points to Western Michigan, and we all like the team from Bowling Green, Western Kentucky. And interestingly, Bowling Green is not in Bowling Green, Kentucky, but Western Kentucky is. That's why I chose them. Well, there are two Westerns, and I prefer the state of Kentucky over the state of Michigan, so that's why I went with Western Kentucky. That's choosing like bourbon over dirty water, (laughs) something like that. Something like that. Now we get to come home to Nashville, the Music City Bowl, a bowl that uh, I think there's a lot of hopes for people that that we would get a – a Tennessee, Indiana, Tennessee, Illinois, something with a couple of energized fan bases coming in here, and that didn't fall that way. Louisville against Mississippi State, which is coming off an Egg Bowl win, and one that happened in a very interesting fashion. Mississippi State given three and a half points, and, and I'm I'm going with the dogs. Uh, I think they're a little tougher, especially uh, you know on the trenches both ways, and I think they'll grind this thing, and it'll be their kind of game. Cowbells are allowed in this one, right? I would assume so. Who's going to stop them? No, right. no, they're not. In fact, Who's going to stop them? Well, I mean, you know, technically not allowed, but Mississippi State fans never really let that stop them before. But they'll get those. Suckers. Well, I, I picked Mississippi State based on cowbells, so that's. I, I think they'll be there. I think there, there's a really interesting rivalry between these two schools. Oddly enough, uh, there was a, there was a stretch for about a year where they played in the in a bowl game once before. With Mississippi State winning, Mississippi State knocked Louisville out of the NIT. The Mississippi State's women's basketball team knocked Louisville out in the Final Four, and Mississippi State's baseball team, I believe, knocked Louisville out of the college or the NCAA tournament, of the College World Series, right within about twelve months. It's like when you beat up somebody and then you beat up their brother, yeah, and then like you beat up their dad, that's, and then maybe their cousin. It's kind of taking it too far. I, I didn't recognize <laughs> anything of what you said except the in Mississippi State Louisville baseball. That's more in my neck and of the I'm, woods. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what year they were both in the NIT. Right, right. <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking. I'm, I'm not sure about the College World Series, but I know they played. Or, or I think Louisville did finally beat them in the College World Series. Maybe and all the fans were like, "Finally, Louisville could beat Mississippi State at something." <laughs> but I liked Louisville in this. I don't know why Mississippi State's three and a half point favorites. That's a team that, without the silliest penalty in college football history, probably may not have won the Egg Bowl against a terrible Ole Miss. Team. Most likely doesn't. But yeah. I'll, I'll tell you another thing. I like about Mississippi State that they won't get to do in this game but the last two years when they have beaten her is it two out of three whatever it is when they have beaten Ole Miss in the Egg Bowl because Ole Miss has the land shark 
thing, the band plays Baby Shark. And I think that's the best troll in all of college football. And if that's not a reason to go for a team, I don't know what is. It's a good reason. It's a good reason. <laughs> so I was the only one that went with Louisville here. And I I feel fairly strong about it. I don't think Mississippi State's very good. And Louisville had a, had a pretty good team. They can go up and down the field on you. In the, in the ACC. Anyway, uh, I, I would take them in basketball. The Red Box Bowl, I think that has something to do with renting, renting like videos or something. How do they still have money at Red Box to have a bowl game? I think they inherited the Blockbuster Bowl. I suppose. I mean, you, I've, Netflix Bowl makes sense. Hulu Bowl, yeah. Amazon Prime Bowl, not Red Box. I didn't know they were still in Disney, business. Disney Streaming Bowl. That's right, yeah, but not Red Box. WWE Network. Maybe even. this is the end of the budget right here. Let's say, hey, guys, <laughs> we got this much left. Let's blow it on a bowl. Well, this is in Santa Clara, California, where they have Levi's Stadium, where they have hosted a national national championship game this is not one cal gives five and a half points to illinois and i think illinois they they did not finish as strong as i would have liked but you know they beat wisconsin and they had a really good year and i think that's a team a little bit on the rise and certainly has an excited fan base um, and some momentum going into this thing i think illinois is eight and four against the spread this year so i went with illinois we all went with (laughs) illinois here yeah i don't i looked at Cal and didn't think they looked like a five and a half point favorite. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's part of that too. Uh we go to the Orange Bowl in Miami Gardens, Florida. If you have never been to this particular stadium, which is pro player, I think now still. If the first word that comes to your mind when you're driving in is not look at all the gardens around it. It's in a really, really terrible place. But Florida, the Gators are given thirteen and a half points to Virginia. Kind of a, a pretender that got its way to the ACC title game, is that right? And hung with uh, Clemson for about, oh, four minutes or six or something like that. And we all like the Florida Gators. Why is that, Adam? I'm, I'm actually afraid I went too heavy SEC bias here. I'm not real certain about this one, but uh, Dan Mullen is a is a good coach. Uh, I, I guess Florida will attend this game fairly well. Probably. I would think so. There's some there's some excitement with Dan Mullen. So the, the, they, got, they got fans down in the – that's that so so reasons to go more more not to go with Virginia than to go with Florida, but I went with Florida. Thirteen and a half is a lot, and and this Virginia team is. I mean, they're obviously pretty good. Or they they had a, they had a decent Bowl. season. Beat, God, beat Virginia the, Tech, I think. But what was the final score in the ACC championship game? Like seventy to six. Yeah, I mean it was it was as hundred and seventy to six. It was something. as bad as we all thought it was going to be. So mm-hmm. is is Clemson that much better talent wise than Florida? I'm, I don't know. I think Florida could win big. They'll be excited to be in this game. Yeah. December 31st, the Belk Bowl in Charlotte, North Carolina, another SEC-ACC matchup. Virginia Tech is giving two and a half points to the Kentucky Wildcats, who have a wide-out playing quarterback and who has really, really um, had a special season and I think a really good coaching job there considering what all – you know that they had to do to put this thing together. This is kind of a MacGyver job where He's they playing took, in the ball game too. Yeah, where they where they took some duct tape and a couple of coat hangers and put together a football team. I took Virginia Tech, but not with high confidence. Yeah, I actually went with Kentucky because he went with Virginia Tech. Only reason SEC bias too. Let's yeah. just be honest. I think Kentucky wins fairly easily. I don't think Virginia Tech's that good, and I think Kentucky what they did with Lynn. It, I think mostly they tend to win like fourteen to thirteen, or that's what their games feel like to me. The contra- the contrasting offenses this year that worked between LSU and Kentucky and the SEC. <laughs> 
I, where Kentucky really might not throw four passes in the game, but I mean, stop that. Well, guy. if they if they throw ten passes in this game, it's because they're behind, and I'll take Virginia Tech. They big. got so good at this by the end of the year, where they're running for four or five hundred yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's a good coaching job. Good luck stopping it. I don't think Virginia Tech's good enough to do it. We'll see. Sun Bowl, Arizona State, giving five and a half points to Florida State, which has a new coach, but who will not be coaching uh, in the bowl. I don't think Mike Norvell. So they're playing out the string, and we all like Arizona State. Uh, that's enough said there. Liberty Bowl, Memphis, Kansas State playing Navy, which just beat Army. Navy's a one and a half point pick, and we all took the midshipmen. Good efficient Anchors offense. away. Yeah, good efficient offense. They're four and one in their last five bowls, Navy is. Could we get Vandy and Navy together and call it the Anchor Bowl? Why not? This is a good game for the Liberty Bowl, though. It really is. I, I think Kansas State, State will travel pretty well. And I, I think Kansas State's capable of winning this guy. I think this, this is a tough call. Here. Got to be some Navy people showing up when you're on a river, too, because they can get those ships right up there. That's Big right. river, yeah. too. Aircraft carriers there right go. down the Mississippi. A, a team like Navy, they're if if you're good option team. If, you, if you're not prepared for them, they can embarrass you. But if you are, you have a good chance to win the game. And I actually think Kansas State is a good. Ch- I went with Navy like you guys, but this was a coin flip to me. Okay, Arizona Bowl in Tucson, Georgia State, uh, the conquerors of the Tennessee Volunteers against Wyoming, the conquerors of Missouri. That's right. That same day. Yeah, yeah. Against Wyoming, which beat Missouri, um, Wyoming given seven and a half and. I just like Wyoming in this spot. I think they're an underrated football team from a probably underrated conference. I thought they were an offensive team, to be honest with you. I looked back at them, and they're actually really good defensively. So that, that's good enough reason for me. I went with Wyoming. They have had a good season, and I think Georgia State might be we're just happy to be here kind of operation here going all the way out to Tucson. Yeah, like, look at these mountains. Wow. Yeah, I, I think. Wyoming has seen mountains. They got They got a much better edge in scenery. Yeah, I like Wyoming and give the seven and a half. Mm-hmm. The Alamo Bowl in San Antonio, Texas, uh, duh. Utah, the almost Pac-12 champions, the almost in the playoff team against Texas, the almost, they're not back. They're, they're Texas is back, not yet. They keep saying it and it keeps not being true, so I took the Utes. What is a Ute? They're a team that got whooped by Oregon with, mm-hmm. the, with the whole country watching. I'm not sure they bounced back from that. Texas took some whoopings too, though. They did, but they get this game in San Antonio. Texas, if you remember last year, played Georgia in the Sugar Bowl, and Texas really hadn't done a whole lot and came out and just thumped Georgia in that bowl game. I I tend to think they're a good bowl team. They get this game in San Antonio, and Utah may not show up. Texas has a ceiling. They can beat okay teams. They can't beat really good teams. And I think Utah is still barely a really good team. That's why I went with Utah. I know this much out of Texas' ceiling in recent years is that Maryland is is higher than the – didn't they lose a home-and-home with Maryland somehow? That's right, yeah. Wow. That's that's hard to do. Last year they looked that way, but they played phenomenally in the bowl game. Yeah, I think Utah's going to be a little bit embarrassed of of what happened. That They're a pretty hard-nosed bunch. Well, they're also six-and-a-half-point favorites here. I think that's that's a decent – Fair enough. You're giving Texas a touchdown in San Antonio. All right, it's Bowl Day, January 1st, 2020. While everybody in Nashville is watching the Winter Classics, some people will be watching bowl games. Citrus Bowl in Orlando. Again, we're picking these early, so we don't know exactly who will and will not be there for Alabama, but there will be some players missing. But there will also be a couple that are probably going to play in it that some people thought would sit out. Uh, Alabama's giving six and a half points to Michigan. 
I've been around Alabama a lot. I kind of think they're not going to really show up for this game. This is a team they'll be still playing a backup quarterback. Some guys are going to probably either mentally or just not play, be checked out for the NFL. And then for Michigan, it's a chance to really, for Harbaugh, for the program to do something meaningful. And I just got a feeling that that Alabama ain't going to show. Everything about me said pick Alabama, except that you went with Michigan. And I actually went with your pick because you picked it. Because I've missed Alabama a lot this year, (laughs) and you've gotten Alabama correct. So in my notes here, I actually put Tommy says Michigan, so I'll go Michigan. (laughs) It's been so long since Alabama was South Carolina was a team I couldn't pick this year. That's right, yeah. But Alabama, you're— I don't have to worry about them in the bowl. (laughs) No. It's been so long since Alabama wasn't in a playoff bowl game or a BCS kind of bowl game that a lot of people probably don't remember the last time they were in the Citrus Bowl, but you probably do. Oh, yeah. Beat Michigan that, State, a pretty good Michigan State team. I think this is like, like a, that. I think Alabama wins real big. See, I think that, honestly, I think that 2010 Alabama team was much more talented than this team. Now, not on the offensive skill outside guys, much better set of receivers who may or may not all play in this game, but like in the trench, you got to look at some of a lot of those guys from that game. That was a really underachieving team that, that a lot of them are still in the NFL. Uh, Alabama's best when people are doubting them, and I think, which doesn't happen very often. Right. What happened to them this year was kind of what I thought. I thought I could see them losing a couple, and they lost – to the team in LSU that might go win the whole thing, and they lost a, a game at Auburn that could have gone either way, this high-scoring game. Uh, I, they can't stop anybody, and that's part of it. But it's not like that. But Michigan ain't got that great offense. Alabama loses two games, and everybody thinks they're 7-5. and five. No, they're going to they're gonna go we'll beat Michigan pretty bad. Okay. Outback Bowl in Tampa, Auburn, the, the conqueror of Alabama, given eight and a half points against Minnesota. Minnesota – Got so close, or you know, they were marching along. This was their year. I like their coach, and then they ran into was it Wisconsin, and just got kind of chewed up and spit out. I think Auburn probably peaks with the win over Alabama. I don't think they're quite as good as that. They they bring something emotionally for that game that they might not for this one. I think Minnesota's kind of sneaky good. I don't think they win, but I think they cover eight and a half. Auburn's got enough offense, I think, to win this one by double digits. This is my SEC bias pick as well. I think Auburn – I just don't see Minnesota being able to physically stack up with Auburn. I kind of think it might be a backdoor cover kind of thing, but I could see them. But we'll see. Um, Auburn does have a pretty nasty um, front defensively, and that that's going to be a challenge. Yeah. Rose Bowl, granddaddy of them all, Pasadena, California, have been to the Rose Bowl. It's a, it's a thrill if you've never been to a college football game there, by the way. Oregon against Wisconsin. Wisconsin given two and a half, and I don't know why, but I picked Wisconsin, but I'm not not sure I really believe in them. They, they seem to not come through when you want them to and need them to, but they gave Ohio State a good game and had a good early lead and kind of lost it. But I also think it's just too easy to think Oregon's good because they beat Utah. Wisconsin uh, last won the Rose Bowl in 2000. They've lost it three times uh, since then. I think this matters to them, so I think Wisconsin wins this one running away. This is going to be a good game. I think this was a tough one to call. I I like Oregon because they did beat Utah so bad, and I think they're a good team. Uh, You go back to they they played Auburn early in the year, and I thought then they were a good team. Um, So 
give them the edge over Wisconsin, who really who gave everything they had against Ohio State and still came up short. I will say this, Adam. I think you tapped into something. This is one bowl game when you got the traditional matchup. It's not some hybrid playoff thing, but when we got a Pac-10, Big Ten, everybody in this game cares about it. Oh, yeah. And yeah. those fan bases care about getting there. I mean, yeah, it's a big deal. If Minnesota had gotten to this game, it would be like you know the greatest thing ever. Um, when Washington State got there a couple of times, it was something you celebrate for and revere for a long time. So I love the passion about this game. So I think they'll be – I don't think this is the one that either team will not show up for. Agree. Sugar Bowl in New Orleans, Georgia, giving seven and a half points to Baylor, which uh, actually showed up pretty well on the last week of the championship week of the season. Well enough, didn't win, but took uh, Oklahoma to overtime. And I just don't – I doubt Georgia's offense – and I think Baylor can score, although they're not the Baylor of a few years ago that scored 75 and gave up 68. Baylor's, I like Baylor. <laughs> Baylor's not LSU, number one, with what Georgia just saw. Uh, so they've seen a pretty good offense here recently. Also, with what happened to Georgia, I referenced that game against Texas in this same bowl game last year. I think it's going to be some motivation. I think Georgia's going to be more motivated to play this game than they were the Sugar Bowl last season. What if they bring a bear and turn it loose on that dog? You remember that? Yeah. Bevo? Yeah. First of all, your mascot's getting beat up by the other team's mascot. That's got to hurt. That was kind of the... That's kind of what the game looked like. Yeah, it was a little foreshadowing. You saw that happen, but I I don't think... I think Georgia's going to be ready to play, and I've just never really thought Baylor was was good enough to go win a game like this against a team like Georgia if they're playing well and ready to play. I bought into Georgia one too many times, maybe five too many times. <laughs> I'm done with Georgia, but you, I'm going back. You'd, you'd be ahead of me if you'd gone the other way. <laughs> all right, January 2nd, uh, the one we've all been waiting for, the Birmingham Bowl in Alabama. Cincinnati giving six and a half points to Boston College, and we all like Cincinnati. I think they showed well in their conference, and uh, they're probably from – I just – Boston College, come on. I've eaten some really good ribs in Cincinnati. Don't tell Mike Vrabel that. <laughs> I've eaten got some, some things to say to Mike Vrabel. <laughs> I've eaten some really good ribs in Cincinnati, and I've never eaten really good ribs near Boston College. Yeah, I mean, so. what do they know? Yeah, for? but this game's in Birmingham. Why don't you try the ribs? Yeah, yeah. Hour, they're good too. Down right? 59 yeah. from the, yeah. Those Boston people are going to go, where do you sell you? Where do you, where do you get some good beans around here? They're going to say, go home. They're not, actually, there's not going to be any Boston College people there. This this really might be the worst possible bowl game you can go play in, and and, and I say this as someone who went to the Independence Bowl, right? <laughs> but like, Leisure Field is is, is it ain't what still, it was. Still around, they don't what it used to be. Don't have an upper deck anymore. You, One side, I think they still do. Maybe do they? I, I thought they had, a, the I press thought they had to side. take it down because it was yeah. Like, but that, that's the side you're sitting in when you see that when you're in the press box. It's a glorified high school stadium now because it's been dismantled and not kept up. It's really sad. It used to be the football capital of the South. This is where you. This is if I remember right. When I went down there, it's it's a parking lot where you pay somebody to watch your car. Yes, but then you run the risk of that person you're paying to watch your car then driving your car. That's the one you're. That's that guy's. You're paying him not to steal your car. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I, and I can. I can. It's like protection money. I can rip on the Birmingham Bowl because I'm actually from Birmingham, so I yeah. understand exactly what right. this game is going to be like for Cincinnati and Boston College and the 30 people that show up to watch it. Adam, it's like when a guy, like when you've opened up a new business in a new town, and this some guy comes comes around with a guy named Fat Tony, strong arms, you and says, you know, it'd be ashamed if this thing, this place burned down. But uh, you know, if you pay me, 
I can assure that that won't happen. Because I'm the guy that <laughs> Exactly, <would be> <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> we move along to the Gator Bowl in Jacksonville, Florida. And this is a, a matchup I like in a lot of ways. Indiana has a super energized fan base. They don't get to get this very often against Tennessee, which has a super energized fan base. Let's say super energized fan base for Indiana. I think so. It's, that, it's, 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 the, it's, the, it's not the round ball. That, well, you <laughs> say that about your super, Louisville's super, too. But, super energized for the round ball. No, but I think for, for Indiana football, this probably in my lifetime, they might not have had a more exciting year for them. And I'm, I'm not up for rookie of the year. Tennessee's not had a lot to cheer about lately in football. And Ended on quite a note um, after a terrible start. They're given one and a half points. I like the matchup. I think Indiana's not got the, the the Jimmys and the Joes. I don't think they've got enough players to to hang with Tennessee. But it's kind of funny that you know if you go back a year ago, we're talking about a coach in Indiana and on the rise and what, what well look at what he's done with that program that's that's had all these troubles and never could get over. And you're talking about Purdue. What happened to them? Tom Tom Allen at Indiana has very quietly he's not a guy a lot of people know he doesn't have didn't turn around overnight with some magic trick no but he if you remember they had uh, Wilson was the coach before him mm-hmm. who I think he's now the D coordinator at Ohio State I think or he 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 landed there as soon as he he as soon as that happened but they had to get rid of him abruptly when he was doing pretty well because of uh, basically getting players who were injured to play. It was mm-hmm. kind of a scandal. Right. So they promoted Tom Allen from defense coordinator. Indiana defense had been just awful. for I mean, awful. For so many years. He came in his first year. This guy had been at Ole Miss for a while. He's got some SEC mm-hmm. ties. Yes. That was named from the SEC. He came in there and transformed that defense in the first year as a coordinator, so he did such a good job. They ended up making him the head coach. And it hasn't always been great, but he, he quietly has recruited well, done a good job, You know, built built that program to where they are now. That said, I think Tennessee should win this game. It wouldn't shock me if Indiana beats them, but that's if Tennessee doesn't play well. If Tennessee plays well, they should win this game. Yeah, and I like Tennessee just because I think in the trenches they're too big, too strong. I actually like Tennessee for their secondary. They had some blunders early in the year, but I think their secondary really matured late in the season, so I think they'll be able to defend the pass against Indiana fairly well. But I'm I'm a big fan of what Indiana's done, and I think what they're doing in a Kentucky kind of way is more sustainable than if you got, you know, a lot of times you get a team that doesn't do very well. They get a real good quarterback. They have a good year or two. Then they're back to being nothing. I think Indiana's built it brick by brick the right way that, no, they're not going to be winning the conference and going to the playoffs. But I think I think you're going to see them in bowls in this 6-7 win range for a little while now. I said that Kevin Wilson went to go be D coordinator. I meant offensive coordinator okay. at Ohio State. But yes, he is. Uh, he was a very good coach who had started building that program, and Allen has, has uh, done a pretty good job building on that. That said, you're right about Jeff Brom and Purdue. What happened to them? They had Rondell Moore get hurt early yeah. in the season. And he's he was one of the most electrifying players in college football last year. But you can't build your whole program around a five six guy. They never really were that great on defense, but um, you know, offensively they they lost Blau, the guy who's playing mm-hmm. for the Detroit Lions. Now. Adam, where are you in this discussion? You actually saw him. Which one? Purdue. Eh, I mean, like <laughs> like a year ago almost. Okay. Famous Idaho Potato Bowl in Boise. I didn't – I wish – is there a non-famous or less famous potato bowl? An infamous potato bowl? Yeah, exactly. Uh, n- n- another one – I've heard this is actually a great bowl to go to as far as how your treat, team's treated and everything as long as they keep you indoors because it's mighty cold and they have a blue field. 
Nevada's playing Ohio. Ohio's given six and a half, and I just went with Nevada because I'd rather take points and give them here. The word potato and the word Ohio both have two O's. I don't think that's by accident. Ohio. I like I like I like where your head's at. <laughs> yeah. I like where I had your to head's find at. a reason to pick to pick somebody in this one. Yeah. I, I would you know what I should have done is I'm probably gonna get in trouble for saying this, so it's been nice knowing you guys if it offends the wrong people, but I should have gone and counted how many Irish names I saw on each roster and gone with that one because of the potato thing. Mm. It's a staple of the Irish uh, diet. By the way, you went with Nevada. I think it would correctly mm-hmm. be pronounced Nevada. No, I, went with, I, I can't get that. You went right. with Nevada. I went with Nevada. Not Nevada. No, Nevada's not going to win this game, and Nevada might. Okay. I've been corrected more on that than probably anything ever. There's All I know is in that state, they don't care how you pronounce it. They're going to take your money at the table. There you go. January 4th, the Armed Forces Bowl, which is not to be con- – Confused with the military bowl, even though I confused them. Fort Worth, Texas, where there, there's just so many football fields in Texas. They got high schools that could host bowls. I kind of like the matchup. Southern Miss against Tulane. I think they played a lot over the years, and because of conference change metro, affiliation, metro yeah, conference. Game. Yeah, I think they've they've ceased playing each other. Tulane is a six and a half point pick. I really like their offense. I think uh, Southern Miss has got a got a pretty solid, hard nosed football team, but I think Tulane's going to score some points and win it. I covered the Armed Forces Bowl there in Fort Worth. It was Middle Tennessee against Navy, and the guest speaker for that the in the banquet was Roger Staubach. And he couldn't remember who Navy was playing <laughs> during the press he didn't conference. Care who Navy he was did playing. not. I, I, I went with uh, Southern Miss, good passing offense, good rush defense. I met uh, Roger Staubach, uh, I think it was really early this year. I was in Dallas at a function where he was at, and introduced myself and got to chat with him for a minute and kind of told him, yeah, I grew up watching you play my, my Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm a big Pittsburgh fan and everything. And he went on like about a 10-minute thing about how much respect, like player by player on the Pittsburgh defense. Like Joe Green's literally the best defensive lineman I ever played against. Jack Lambert's literally the best linebacker I've ever played against. Nothing bad to say about him as much as those two like competed and probably didn't like each other at the time just what a class act when i see guys of that age that played for that long i wonder they didn't play in the concussion era how many concussions did that guy suffer in those games but he he he, he didn't come off that way yeah he was he was certainly pretty lucid when i talked to him had pretty good memories so i guess if you can remember specific parts of games like that that's not that's yep. a good thing January 6th, the Lending Tree Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. We got Louisiana Lafayette giving 13 and a half points to Miami of Ohio, Miami. And we all took Louisiana Lafayette. Um, I'm, I can't remember why. Really good offense. They'll good offense. That's it. A lot of points. Okay. And uh, what we're going to do now is because uh, <clears throat> by, by um, circumstance, we're picking the college football playoff championship game which is in New Orleans this year, and we're picking it before we know the semifinal winners. We picked the semifinals on our earlier bowl podcast, which picked all the games up through the semifinals. And so we're just picking the overall national champion based on who we picked earlier. And then we're picking a point total for the get championship game as a tiebreaker in case uh, one of you guys catches up with me when it goes to that. So I picked Ohio State probably to beat LSU. 
I just think that team is really good. I like what they bring on defense. I think a pass rusher like they have is going to disrupt LSU just enough. And I was a little lower on the point total than you guys, and I picked 66 total points. I picked LSU mostly. I'm just playing the odds uh, odds of how we're picking these. We're picking one out of four teams essentially to win it uh, since we don't know the semis yet. And LSU is definitely going to be in the title game. Ohio State Clemson's a little more of a coin toss, so that's why I went with LSU. And I, 70, I don't remember how many points. I think it was 73. 73. 73, yeah. yeah so when it. Oklahoma wins this thing, we're all going to be looking at these points. That's totals. right. I think LSU, I said 81 points, and I actually think that might be low. I think this could be that kind of kind of championship game. It sets up that way for LSU in both games if they end up playing Oklahoma, then Ohio State. And now we're going to make our top picks out of all the, all the um, bowl games starting December 30th through the uh, national championship game on January 13th. Which singular one we would bet on? If we could bet on one and, you know, they put the gun to your head and you had to take 100 bucks and bet your own money out of your pocket. I'm taking Tennessee, giving the one and a half against Indiana. I went Navy, one and a half point favorite over Kansas State. I just like systems that never change in, in bowl games, and, and so I went with Navy. I, um, I went with Auburn in uh, giving the eight and a half to Minnesota. I think Minnesota was kind of slumping there towards the end of the year, and I just – you just just to, to see these two teams, I think Minnesota's going to have a hard time matching up with Auburn. Auburn, this team good enough to beat Alabama in their last game. So, All right. Well, we hope everybody enjoys their bowl season, their holiday season, their time with family, and whatever else it is that you do. That does it for this edition of Breaking Down the Doors. We hope you'll subscribe to Tennessean.com if you haven't already. And remember to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever it is you get your podcasts. You can drop us a review and a rating while we're at it, while you're at it. For Gentry Estes and Adam Sparks, I'm Tommy Dees, and that does it for this edition. Yeah.